passed away. We wanted men. By the time, well, no, I don't know, because we'll still have Boba Fett coming up. Yeah, Boba Fett will be. Well, if you're listening to this on the day it's released, Boba Fett's tomorrow. Yay! Everybody's asking me when's Book of Boba Fett coming out. When's Book of Boba Fett coming out? It's like, do you guys not pay attention to crap? The 29th. Yeah. We're almost there. It's close. Finally, finally, after a year, because uh, the last episode of. Mandalorian season two is like December 18th of 2020 period. Just thinking, wait, 2020 what? No, it's 2020. Yeah, 2020. So it's been almost, a, it's been more than a full year since we've seen any new Star Wars content wow. in live action. Yeah, because I was seeing the uh, memories or whatever that Luke Skywalker showed up a year ago. So. Spoiler alert. You, you see, it's been a year, people. No, we're past the nine. I think nine months is like the unofficial... After nine months, you can speak freely of things. Really? I didn't realize I there was an I, official. There's not an official. I think that's the rule of thumb. I don't know where I heard that from. That's just what I live by. Okay. Well, it's been nine months, so. It's ridiculous. <laughs> Plus, we've talked about it before, so. Yeah. Anyways. Anyway. Sorry. <laughs> Speaking <laughs> I derailed of, the episode. Yeah. Since we're already in Book of Boba, let's just talk about it, and then we can move on with the episode. But um, who do you think that girl is? Yeah, so in the latest trailer, trailer, I guess we'll find out. Spoiler alert, if you don't want to hear this, fast forward about 30 seconds. I don't know, a couple of minutes, but oh well. A couple minutes, yeah, just hit that 30-second thing. But there's a, so in the latest clip, in the latest trailer, there's a really quick clip of some lady on a speeder of some sort. It's like a teal speeder, and she kind of pulls up. She, She goes towards the camera, and then she skids to a stop right in front of the camera, but she's sideways, so she can see her profile, and she looks and turns towards the camera, and the weird thing is this is a face character we've never seen before, and she's kind of featured, like, is this just someone who is, like, a second in charge to some crime lord person, or is this, like you had mentioned a couple weeks ago, a couple months ago, that Boba Fett had a daughter in canon? Right. The old canon? Yes. In the EU, he has a kid. I didn't think about it being his daughter. I originally, when I first saw her, went to, uh, is it Atlas Shrug or whatever, the girl with the thing in her sticking out that 
Beckett killed? Atlas Shrug? You mean Aura Singh? Aura Singh. I, I suck at names. I've told you. This is one part about being sucking about being a podcast host. Sorry. Sorry. You're supposed to know names. But uh, Aura Singh, I, that's where my mind went because she even look, has the same facial features, same skin tone and stuff as her. But then I thought about it, and there's no way that that could be her. Right, because Aura Singh is dead by that point. Yeah. Plus, Aura Singh doesn't have hair. Well, she could have had a wig on or something. Stupid. That's true. But yeah. Yeah, it's very interesting. It's probably going to be like just a second in command to some pike dealers or, or crime syndicate or something like that. Who knows? But right. But it's, it's got still us, interesting. Yeah. It's got us excited about it again because just when you think they won't show you anymore, they show you that. Yeah. So, how was yeah, I'm curious to see where this whole season goes. Like, what story are they telling with Boba Fett? Is it just the crime lord and building up his own organization or? You know, is there something more going on? Is he going to smuggle something for the First Order or something like that? Well, if the rumors are true that Han Solo at uh, Harrison Ford recorded something, then you don't know where the hell they're going to go with it. Yeah. I, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's good. I have a feeling it'll be like four or five storylines that they'll cover. Yeah, the gears start turning about that, about Han and Boba Fett, because... Robert Rodriguez said months ago that this is going to be like Boba Fett on a mission to to right all the wrongs that have happened to him in the past. And so someone who knocked him into the Sarlacc and knocked him off his feet for a few months or a few years, um, I would be pretty, if I was in Boba Fett's position, I'd be pretty upset and want revenge. Right. I guess we'll see. The other interesting thing, have you seen the side-by-sides? So there's a, a theory, there's a shot, in the trailer with Boba Fett kind of walking out in like a white overall, it's like his armorless look. Like he doesn't have the armor, but he's got the white the, fabric the flight, that goes underneath yeah. it. The flight suit. The flight suit, exactly. You see him walking into a bar, and people have done a side by side comparison to the deleted scenes from uh, A New Hope. Uh huh. I've seen and that. You've seen that. So that's like the place where Fixer and Cammy and Biggs and Luke hung out for a brief moment, and then that scene was cut. It's like some sort of bar. It's a small, small, small bar. And people were doing side-by-side -side comparisons between Boba Fett and a fight scene in that bar and shots from episode four. And they think they're, you know, trying to insert this in a canon and make it like an Easter egg for, for guys like us or people like us who, who know. Right. I, dude, that's what John Favreau does. He does that the best. So we'll see what happens. But I, I, I've seen it and it is... They do seem to be comparing a lot of that. A lot of uh, people, I guess, have too much time on their hands and are comparing almost shot for shot, you know, background. Yeah. Where, where was this? That's pretty cool, though. Yeah. I'm excited. I, I got to try to not spoil it for a day. Yeah. I'll come home and watch it after work. Or now, are you going to run home and watch it or are you going to watch it after dinner? I'll run home and watch it. Dinner will wait. I don't care if it's cold. It's Boba Fett. I don't want to miss it. Right. I've done enough. I've missed it enough. Yeah, I've missed it for eight hours. I got to get back in there. Got to see it. I still remember when uh, Disney Plus, when the first uh, Mandalorian episode, because they, they launched it the same day Disney Plus launched, and I was trying to get uh, Disney Plus, because we're with Verizon or whatever, and we had free Disney Plus through verizon 
and we couldn't figure it out. And I looked at my wife and I'm like, I need my Mandalorian. I'm missing it. <laughs> and I would act like, like a spoiled ass little brat for a day. It's not easy when you love Star Wars and you can't see Star Wars as a paywall. Yeah. And people are spoiling it on Facebook. That stinks. Yeah. So uh, how was your Christmas? My Christmas was great. I, not a lot of Star Warsing, um, just because I do a lot of Star Warsing throughout the year. And so it's like I've got pre-orders. There's not much that my family can get me. But I did get the Rogue One Vintage Collection Antoc Merrick X-Wing. Uh-huh. So I got that from Target. I kind of Did I mention that last week? Yes, you, you knew you were going to get yeah, it. So, yeah, I knew I was getting that. The one surprise that I did get was a Millennium Falcon charger, wireless charger that if you walk into GameStop, I'm sure you can see it. Um, so now I just put my phone next to my bed and it charges. Nice. Yeah, I have that one, but I have one, but my case is too thick. So it doesn't oh, work very well. So it doesn't work. But it's pretty so cool. Yeah, I got that. How about you? What'd you get? I got something pretty awesome. I Here. know you did. Yeah. There it oh, is. Had, there it is. Let me hold it back. This was pretty freaking awesome because um, I'm going to pronounce it wrong, but it's from Rebels. It's the uh, Kamar, Calamari, Kam, the whatever. I don't know. Kamal, it's, I, it's Hera's uh, family heirloom. Right. The, the totem the that she piece. has. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but my wife, I'd actually seen. I've seen it at Disney. They had it at Galaxy's Edge, and then they had, um, you know, so you you kind of, oh, that's cool, but I don't want to pay $130 for it. And then you rewatch right. Rebels, and then you realize, oh, shit, that means a lot. So, you know, it's always in the back of my mind that I wanted one. And um, anyway, I don't know how my wife figured out that I wanted one. And and she, she, was, she had bought me two things because she bought me something from Entertainment Earth and she bought me this. And she goes, the thing I need from, Inter from Entertainment Earth, I need it as a reference piece. Well, she bought me the Thrawn where he's holding it behind his back, the gentle giant Thrawn statue. So I, I'm racking my brains. I'm seeing her build it. I don't, you know, I'm seeing like the remnants of it. So I see she's painting something brown. I'm like, yeah. You know, so my mind, for some reason, I went, a dark saber she bought me a dark saber hilt because it was a box and the, the size was everything right and um as soon as i opened that first package and i saw that it was thrawn i went i know what you got me she goes what do you what did i bought and i showed it to her and she pronounces it and i'm like that's what you got me yeah um because i still can't i suck at names i suck at pronouncing stuff but um yeah so she had Actually, she talked to you about it, and you guys try, were trying to get together. You know, you were going to yeah. build it or try, try to figure out how to make it, and then she was going to do the the, the um, sanding or whatever, but then she found it 3D printed, and I guess she'd been talking to you the whole time, so that was... Yeah, she asked me to make one out of wood, and it was just too last minute, unfortunately. Like, I just had too much stuff to work on getting um stuff ready for i think it was the the winter social but then you know christmas like every weekend i had something going on and just couldn't make it yeah couldn't get it done but, but no it, i'm glad that you got that oh, it, and it looked amazing she showed me photos and it just looked amazing yeah when it was I, i've shared it in like the rebels group and i've had like 400 likes or likes, whatever yeah so it and everybody is like, uh, where can I find one? I'm like, I don't know. You have to talk to my wife. I think they're available. 
I think you get the 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 files. I don't know if it's the files or the actual print on um Etsy. Okay. Yeah, she did find it on Etsy. I don't know where. I don't know what the uh, company name is, but she found it. Yep. Made it awesome. It looks great. Uh, it's got some some weight to it. I think it's got a wood dowel or something down the middle of it. Probably. So it's got. It's definitely. It has a little bit of weight versus because a lot of three D stuff doesn't have a whole lot of weight to it, which is what yeah. I don't like about three D printing because it's it's real light. But this is definitely. It it feels good. It it looks insane displayed. Yeah, no, it was like it was an incredible piece. Yeah, that's this was like the first time in a long time that I've been like in shock for <laughs> from a Christmas present because it just it's it's awesome. So, yay, yay, you got it. Yeah, and I got yeah I mentioned it the Gentle Giant Thrawn, which is something I wanted, and then then they released the Hera and the Chopper, and there's a Sabine and a Kanan. Yeah. More yeah. money, more money. But I don't like I don't like the face sculpts on the gentle giant stuff. The Thrawn looks good because they kept him cartoony, but all the rebels they try to make him too realistic. And I don't understand why they did that. Yeah, it doesn't fit as a set then if if you have a cartoon Thrawn and then the rest are live action y. Yeah. I don't know. I, I unless maybe they don't well, because I'd have to look at it again, but to me, he looks more cartoony, like they took him right out of the cartoon. But the Rebels crew, they always try making him look more realistic, and it never yeah. works. Because uh, Sabine looks like an old Chinese lady, and it's like that or Asian lady. It, it just doesn't, Hera? she doesn't look right. No, Sabine. Sabine is. Right. But it just, it, she looks to be like about 30 years older than what she did in the cartoon. Oh, she looks older than. Right. Gotcha. But when you put her with the helmet, she her helmet with the helmet on, she looks amazing. Perfect. It's perfect. With, yeah, exactly. It's it's the yeah. way she should look. Harrison got an Oculus, which is the VR headset by Facebook. I hate Zuck. Anyways, I uh, just wanted to throw that little jab in there for Zuckerberg. Um, but he got uh, he was looking at like what was available, and Vader Immortal was available for fifteen dollars. Nice. It's like three chapters, so it was like five dollars a chapter. So I quickly bought that, and so I was playing that yesterday, and it's just like the void. It's incredible. Although, unlike the void, I will say the Oculus is a little off-putting because if you remember the void, you did the void, right? Yeah. Yeah. So if you reach out and touch a wall, you're actually touching the wall. Right. Or if there's a panel in front of you and you have to press buttons, you're actually pressing buttons in the real world. So there's some sort of augmented reality it's not like that with the oculus and it's a little off-putting because there's a wall and you want to touch the wall but then you kind of fade through the wall right so that in that respect it's a little different and it's a little less than the void because of that but so far it's a fun story i mean you get your lightsaber and you know you're fighting droids and stuff and vader's there and he's just towering over you and it's pretty cool awesome yeah yeah that's the one thing man uh COVID just killed the void, man. It's, you know, there's a lot of getting, putting stuff on that people have worn before you and touching stuff. And there's just no way that they could have, I think, sanitized it like it needed to be. And it was, yeah, it, it was for what it was. It was, it was awesome. It was a cool experience. And I, I really wanted to do it again. They even opened one up here and I just never got around to it. About the time uh, we were getting around to doing it, it COVID hit. So it messed everything up. Yeah, it wasn't fun when COVID hit. 
Because that whole thing went bankrupt. Yeah. So. R.I.P. The Void. It was cool, man. Yeah. They did they did a Ghostbusters thing. They did. Because, yeah, because that was back when Ghostbusters, the new movie was supposed to be coming out. Yeah. And, yeah, it was it was a yeah, fun experience. Got, like, a, a Marvel one. They could have done Marvel. Like, there's so many opportunities. They could have done, like, a Disney villain one. I don't know. It's just. There's so much potential, and it sucks to see something like that go bankrupt. Right. Well, Disney, I think, has something that's similar to it that they're working on, but I, I haven't done enough research on it to yeah. see what it's like. But yeah, that Oculus, I'm looking forward to eventually getting Tales from Galaxy's Edge and trying that out, too. That would be the next thing that I want to target. Awesome. It should be That should be good, too, because it's got all the uh, backstory of Galaxy's Edge, which when you read the book and then you look at the gap backstory, it's so much better. It could have been so much awesomer than what it was. Yep. All they needed was a little trail in the back somewhere that nobody knew about. Right. It, it, yeah. Cause damn it. They did it in Harry Potter world. <laughs> <laughs> oh dude. It's funny. Speaking of Harry Potter, it's funny as crap. My grandson, he's six and we're like, dude, say Harry Potter. And he's like, Harry Potter. He says it with the English. Potter. Yeah. <laughs> like, dude, say Harry. We just did it all day yesterday. <laughs> He's like, Harry Potter. Potter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you just hear a little six-year-old just break out the British accent out of nowhere. It's funny as crap. Yeah. Well, it sounds like you had a good Christmas. Yeah. I did go to Second Chance right before. Uh-huh. And I did pick up um, an Action Fleet piece. It's a Toy Fair exclusive. It was uh, the X-Wing, but it had uh, Dagobah Deco and Vines on it. And so it was unopened. And they had an opened one, so I was able to see what it looked like opened. And then I just bought the unopened one. Oh, I did get my, speaking of uh, Action Fleet stuff, I got my uh, piece yes. from China. And? the It's cool. It, I, I'm... I don't know. I guess I'm underwhelmed by it. It's all as awesome as it is. The seal broke on it, so somebody stapled it back together. Um, was it officially sealed though? Like, or do you know? It looks that's... like it was officially sealed. Oh. And somebody just ended up stapling it back together, and it's got the little piece of paper that comes with all of them. So I don't know if it. it it's still cool. Don't get me wrong, um, but it's like a white cardboard. The, the card's white. And it looks like somebody signed, like they had a couple of people sign the seal or somebody wrote on the seal. Um, and in the back of it, where I thought it was a, a card, it's a photocopy of the write-off, of the sign-off sample. But it's taped. You could tell that it's old-school tape. You'll have to see it when you come by. But I That's just odd. thought it, huh? That's odd. Yeah, it just feels it's odd. like they faked a sample. It almost feels like that. But you'll have to look at it and... Huh. If I got burned, I got burned. I don't know. But I got burned for a lot. Of, not a lot of money, but a lot of money. But it's still cool. It's a cool piece. Yeah. You'll have to see it. I mean, it, if they did fake it, they faked it a long time ago. They didn't fake it recently. Gotcha. Well, then I would be inclined to say that it's not fake. Right. If it was a long time ago, if it looks like the tape is old and I don't know. Well, yeah, I'll, I'd, we'll, I'd break I'll it out and my... show it to you, but I already showed you pictures. So. Yeah, yeah. You'd yeah, have no, to see it up person <laughs> in person. And I did it's get all a, good. Yeah, I get my uh sealed Wampa cave. So now I've got a sealed 
uh, Bespin Control, not a, a Bespin Gantry, I think, and a sealed Wampa Cave of the micro collection. So that, oh, yay. I did pick up on eBay um, a Han Solo vest for the Black Series. It was just the vest. It was almost like they were testing the mold for the vest. Uh-huh. It's yellow in color. It was only like seven bucks. I'm like, what the hell? Free shipping. Nice. And I compared it to make sure that it was the actual vest, and it is. So I don't know if it's fake or what, but I mean, it does look like someone was testing the vest to to see what the uh, mold would look like. And I don't know. It looks You're good. Right. It goes with my Han run. But I, I, the, the thing, getting back to that one, because I've talked, because, oh, geez, I forgot. I've, it's just been such a crazy week because after we hung out, after we recorded, I went hang out with um, a couple of our buddies. I hung out with Shannon and Ryan and Jerry. Yeah. And um, damn, saw some cool shit. But uh, our buddy Ryan, I don't know. There's a there was an old school like Ryan is a he's a um, a molder. He does a lot of mold. He he works on teeth. Uh, like dentures and stuff so he's he's really yeah. good with his hands and he's he's done a lot of stuff um he did a slave leia a few years ago and then he did the girl with all the boobs uh did one of her and it, his pieces are kind of famous but he gave me uh i guess back in the day there was a playboy with yoda in it or something and they had a girl with three boobs I, you'd have to see the picture you'd have to look up you have to google it but he made a figure of that and he gave it to me so i've got this Jeez. <laughs> this like female greedo with like three boobs <laughs> oh, I've seen that. I've yeah. seen that. Yes. Uh, so yeah, yeah, I got one of those. And then when I was hanging out, we, we were went, uh, hanging out with Shannon. He got he um, had a set of the Tulip Burger King glasses that he's like, here, we'll we'll figure it out later. But you need these. So uh, and it's cool what because, are, huh? What are Tulip? They the bottom they call them tulips, but the bottom has like a a. It's not a square. It's not a square bottom. It's got like almost a pedestal on the bottom of the cup. Oh, okay. And then instead of it being screen printed on the cup, it's a um, almost a sticker. It is oh. a sticker. So it's a sticker. All the graphics are on a sticker on the cup. So they wow. don't have the details that they do when it's screen printed on the cup. So it was cool to add those to my collection. Wow. So now I've got. I think I've got all of them. I don't know. I, I I've got a good good Burger King run going. Yeah, you do. Yeah. So, and yeah, he showed me some other stuff and I'm like, I want that. So we got to figure it. Yeah. Figure it all out. But yeah, it was, it was fun hanging out with those guys. Um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was bummed. I missed it. I thought, I thought I was going to my in-laws what today and not last Saturday. And then, oh, whatever. Someone at, someone at the party had COVID. Oh, I found out later. Uh-oh. No, no one in my family got it. We were kind of late to the party. We left early and uh, we were away from people. So okay. we've been testing all week and no one has it. Cool. But yeah, Omnicrom is, is, it's kind of a good thing. We don't have a January meetup right now. See what happens with Omnicron and get right. back to things in February. Just a bummer. Yeah, it sucks. But uh, I saw you got to run around. It's Buddy the Elf. <laughs> sorry we're all over the place this we morning are. we're gonna get we more are. focused here in a second i'm sorry <laughs> yeah we're gonna upgrade that i uh my last year after seeing my after <laughs> last year my mother-in-law saw me dressed as a turkey for thanksgiving and so she bought me a buddy the elf onesie 
to do the same thing around the, the Christmas holiday. So I picked what last Saturday is the day that I would dress up as Buddy the Elf. Mm-hmm. We went to Starbucks. I had to go to Harley Davidson to pick up a piece for um, as a Christmas gift. So I was in Harley Davidson. Went to um, it was funny. I went to Plastic Empire, and the guy I was the first customer of the day. The guy was dressed as uh, Ralphie in his pink bunny suit. The guy working the shop, and I was the first customer of the day. I walk in with the buddy costume, and he's looking at me like, "What the hell's going on?" Because he just thought maybe it was some sort of prank or some sort of joke or something. He wasn't expecting someone else to come walking in his shop dressed as a character. And but after a minute, he we kind of talked it out, and he was, I'm just being silly. I'm just a crazy dude, and he's like doing it for St. Jude's. Oh, awesome! I yeah, saw you. So. Yeah, you'd made their uh, Instagram page. So that was kind yeah, of funny. it was famous <laughs> for like thirty seconds. Then we went to Walmart, and Walmart has the crosswalk, so I jumped across the crosswalk just like Will Ferrell does an elf, and so it's just fun. People like give you fist bumps, my man. <laughs> They're like you're effing crazy, and it's awesome. Yeah, I did. I watched that Christmas Eve night. I think it's the first time I saw it all the way through. Really? You never yeah. watched Elf? Did you huh? like it? Yeah, it was did fun. You like it? Yeah, yeah. It, it. Towards the end, I think every movie when it, they kind of are going, they lose what the storyline is, and then we're, we're just going to do a resurrection or, or, or whatever uh, storyline. Christmas spirit. Yeah, Christmas spirit. It does kind of. It, it like. It, it seems like they're they're running out of ways to make to finish the movie. They can't figure out how to finish the movie, so they're just like, "Oh, we're just gonna make this happen, and everybody will be happy." And that's sort of the way it felt. But it was still a funny movie. Yeah, I mean, James Conn does his dad does uh, have some character development. He does get the Christmas spirit in the end. And yeah, next year we're talking about upgrading the suit to an actual suit, not a onesie. Would <laughs> be amazing. Why why half ass it anymore? Just. Right. If you're gonna do it, do it right. But then, then that means you got to do it more than once. Let's do it. That's pushing it. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Last year it was to embarrass the kids. The kids didn't want to go out and see me like that. And so now it's just about going out and bringing Christmas cheer to anybody who's out there. Right. Yeah, we learned a very important lesson on Christmas Eve. Uh, you need to figure out if you have all the stuff you need to make stuff before six o'clock yeah you do that's too late because <laughs> we went and we, we called walmart and like, all right cool i didn't call them but you google it and okay they're closing at eight we get there at 6 30 and they're shut down like, they closed oops. early yeah and kroger was closed and Publix was closed and as on the way home the dollar general was open so we had to go to the dollar general and buy a budget buy everything yeah so and it was like full of people doing the same thing so it was, we were like, we're no mac and cheese this year. And oh, well, we had mac and cheese. I, we got everything in advance. We yeah, had mac well, and cheese and pulled pork. And my wife made cinnamon. I want to go get some cinnamon rolls. She uh-oh. made homemade cinnamon rolls. They're good. So, of course, they're good. good. Your wife made them. <laughs> I haven't yeah. seen anything your family does go half ass, dude. So, no, it was good. It was a good Christmas. So, awesome. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> the uh, did you see the the real the what do they call them? Bring home the bounty reveals this week. The clone troopers. Yeah, I got real excited till I saw that they released three of them, and then I did more looking and more effing repaints. But they're new molds, but they have three repaints. 
Yeah, I mean, given what we've got with like carbonized and a credit collection, I'm okay with repaints like that because at least they look different. Yeah. I just don't remember them. So I'm like, is that Battlefront 2 from the old Xbox days? Because I don't think that's the new Battlefront 2. I don't know. I didn't. I don't. don't I played it a little. Yeah, I'm the same boat. I didn't. I played Battlefront 2 a little bit, but I kept getting my ass kicked. So I quit playing it. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know, but I don't know what they were from, but I did pre-order them. Of course you did. Yeah, of course. Big Bad (laughs) Toy Store was not prepared for the vintage collection pre-orders. Yeah. It's almost like there's pre-orders and then there's vintage collection Mm pre-orders. The website was slow and unresponsive. It took me, it kept timing me out. Like I would get, get things in my cart and then I would go to try to process something and it would time me out. Or I would go try to click pay and it would tie me out. It took me 40 minutes to, to check out. And I was just like, there's no way this thing's still available mm-hmm. after 40 minutes. And um, right before I did go through at one point, I noticed there was three in my cart. Because I kept trying to do this process over and over again. Uh-huh. And I must have done it three times where it added three items to my cart. So luckily I caught that. But prices were also all, all over the map. Like... Big Bad Toys Store was essentially $17. Entertainment Earth had an exclusive that was $16. There was one that wasn't an exclusive that was like $14 on Entertainment Earth. It was like $15 on Hasbro Pulse. It's just all over the map. It was the same figure. Mm-hmm. They came out with some other... What else did they come out with on that? So there's three vintage collection figures, and then one of them was just a GameStop black series exclusive the exact same figure it was the black one with i want to say like a yellow handprint on his body somewhere yeah um it was the same figure i think i haven't looked at him close up but he was a gamestop exclusive as a black series figure gotcha because i think people were pretty excited about it but yeah i'm literally at the point it's like if i buy something i have to figure out where the hell i'm gonna put it so why am i gonna buy it Unless I really, really want it. Yeah. Because I've got to move a bunch of crap around. Yeah. I was showing someone in my room last night and I had a heart attack because I've got the drop ceiling and I also have the white panel like in school Uh tiles, you know, like in the ceiling. Right. And there's a water spot. Uh Uh-oh. And my heart sank and I was just pulling the ceiling apart, trying to figure out what happened. I saw that there was some water in the insulation I'm like, oh, crap, this is a nightmare right above the Star Wars room. So I went to, I went upstairs. I told my wife, like, right here where I'm standing, there's some sort of water leak. I don't see a water pipe. I don't see this. I don't see that. Like, we went outside, and I didn't see any issues there. Come to find out that I was away, not last week, the week before, on vaca- not vacation, for work. And um, my wife wasn't feeling well. She had a humidifier and she spilled the humidifier and there's a heat gate right there a grate oh. so we think the water went down there got into the insulation and dripped in the ceiling so it was nothing but it was still a heart attack moment on christmas i'm like i don't need this i don't no. need my my collection being destroyed <laughs> by water i have a house full of people dude that's the thing that scares me a little bit about having it downstairs but i keep all like the important stuff upstairs or yeah. as i look at my bill and ted case Oops. <laughs> I mean, the, yeah, like in the power of the four stuff. I mean, that that stuff is pretty simple. That's like 
I was right in this area. That stuff is pretty simple to replace if something like that got destroyed. Right. I don't have anything that'll be just like super expensive and can't be replaced. I just have a few of those items. Whatever. Yeah. Joys of modern collecting or collecting in general. Yep. Anything else? Anything else fun? Anything else fun? No, not really. I mean, VR headset, you know, vintage collection, X-Wing. Yeah. No. <laughs> I got the Lego set that I said I was going to buy or that she bought me. So. Yeah. I think that's the only thing we got Star Wars. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, I don't think there's much more that I got for Christmas or just in general. Yeah, <laughs> I did get a think. yeah I did you know, get a bidet in the white elephant last night, so we'll hook that up, which is what I brought to white elephant. So a, a bidet? It's like twenty five bucks on Amazon. I don't think it'll work worth the crap, but but up on uh, we'll see what happens. My my father in law looks at me. He goes, "How do you hook it up?" And I I told him I said it goes in between your toilet and your water supply. He goes, "You realize you're going to get cold water on your ass." And I went, "Oh no." Yeah, that ain't cool. No. And then the not. dogs are going to start drinking out of it once they find out that they can do that. Yeah. But yeah, my dogs are pretty good about it. They don't, well, I think if they got to the toilet, they'd fall in because they're so small. Yeah. But yeah, I think that's pretty much it. Um, well, I guess we can talk into the main, we can go to the main topic. Yeah, which more. let's, let's talk. You're, you're in review. Yep, year in review. Yeah. How was your 2021? It was good considering. <laughs> <laughs> considering was, what's over your shoulder there. Yeah, exactly. That was that was uh yeah, do you want to talk memories or collection or what do you what do you want to talk about first? Uh, I guess what were your goals at the start of the year? Uh my goals at the start of the year, I think it's the same thing as it, my goals was I wanted to get I, I have like a list. All right. I wanted a hard copy. I wanted a wax mold. I wanted a wood mold. I wanted more pre-production stuff. Uh, well, that all falls into pre-production stuff. And uh, you wanted a variety of pre-production stuff, right? And my goal is, I think I just have a checklist of pre-production stuff that I want every year. And I actually, I, I checked off a few things. I wanted a sign-off sample. I just got that in the mail. Uh, yeah. You know, you're kind of wanting the. I'm battling. I've always kind of wanted the the sealed micro collection. I picked up a couple of those this year. Um, yeah, it's yeah, because I don't. I mean, it, as as a where we're at or where I, you know, I've already done my ninety two run, so I'm kind of it, it sucks because you now you're in the. I got to get the weird stuff. You can get into variants if you really wanted to. Uh, yeah, I could. But, I mean, variants are like every week. There's a new variant that pops up. <laughs> oh, look! He's missing an arm. It's a variant. They missed this the paint. one. Is molded color variant? Yeah, that's yeah. Where you get the people, even the freaking uh, paint disintegration or plastic disintegration. People are like it's a variant. No, it's not. It's just plastic disintegration. But yeah, what were um, what were your goals? My goals. I'm trying to remember. <laughs> you see that you hit me with that and i'm like oh i gotta pull this out my ass so 
Well, you could have been honest and say, I don't remember. <laughs> I do remember that I wanted a Micro Machine playset prototype. Right. So I got one, maybe one and a half, two. I'm not sure what status that Kylo Ren has headpieces i don't I don't know if that's i mean it's got to be pre-production yeah so but i got the hard copy of the emperor's royal guard and then i got more figures um to go with the the run of pre-production micro machines got some sign-off samples i've got the uh the um darth vader's lightsaber that transforms into the yavin whole scene i've got a sign-off sample for the Emperor's Royal Guard box. So I got a lot of good stuff, and uh, I think I met my goals. I think the only thing that either I've decided that I wanted midway through the year or I wanted early was original art for Micro Machines. So I guess I'll push that for 2022 and make that a thing and try to get original Micro Machine art. Yeah. I know where you can get a Wampa Cave, probably. I don't know if it's still there. Yeah, I don't know either, because there was a, a pre-production action fleet piece that was on Deal or No Deal, and it was like two weeks later, and I went back to see if I can find it, and they turned off comments. So I'm like, where, what, what are you doing? What, why? I, I guess you could have messaged him because he's the same guy I got my stuff from. Yeah, I can message him and say hey, what's going on. And, and I was trying to, I, I forgot to make this point because the guy that, um, I got, I went off on a tangent about hanging out with everybody uh, last Saturday, but I was talking to Shannon who does a lot of pre-production stuff and he stood up for the guy that we getting all this stuff from. He's like this okay. guy, you know, I, he mentioned his name and I go, he goes, I swear by him. And I looked him up and he, Oh, it's the same guy that I've got gotten okay. stuff from. I'm getting okay. stuff from. So that's why I'm kind of like, okay, I'm second guessing the, the fact of, I don't think it's faked, but I don't know. You don't know. But uh, anyway, gotcha. long story short, I think you can message him and see what's going on with him. He seems like a, he a pretty stand-up guy. Um, All right. I'll do so. that. But yeah, I think that's it. And for my goals and uh, got more of the vintage run. Um, a lot of, a lot of them are beaters. So it's going to be a challenge to try to find really good stuff with weapons and in good condition. So just continuing that maybe get another carded vintage figure. Mm -hmm. I think Return of the Jedi is the easy one to get because they're so plentiful. Yeah. But I think I would want like a Return of the Jedi character. Like I don't want farm boy Luke Return of the Jedi. Right. But that's just whatever. Yeah. So you, is that your goals for this year? So those couple. Of yeah, things I think my goals this year would be to try to hit more toy shows to get uh, 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 art, micro machines, art, pre-production art, and then try to get more vintage collection, vintage, vintage figures. Right. Not vintage collection figures. Yeah. My, I think my goals for this year was, I want to, I want to get more, find more Bill and Ted's prototypes. Uh, I'd like to get a wood mold because I think those are just awesome. Yeah. And I, I'd like to get my hands on a wax sculpt. I don't know. We'll have to see how easy those are going to be to come by next year. Oh, the other thing I want, sorry, is more yeah. um, pre-production micro-machine vehicles, because I only have that one paint sample of Slave One. Oh. I have a bunch of figures. I have two play sets. I only have one vehicle. So if I could find more vehicles, that'd be great. Yeah. Well, what's cool about now people know you as a micro guy, just like people know me as a Bill and Ted guy, so when stuff pops yeah. up, they, 
send it send it our way. Uh, same thing with Galactic Heroes. Uh, I'm still doing the Galactic Hero prototypes. So when those pop up, I always get somebody messages me that, hey, this is on eBay. So it'll happen. You just got to be ready for it. I'd also like um, another Black Series prototype. Do you know, know which one? No, I'll just be open to one. We'll see. Yeah, that's the thing with prototypes. Is you got to be ready to buy it when it pops up and just yeah. not care what figure it is. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I like I don't want to be too focused because if I'm too narrow, then I might miss an opportunity for something else. Like if I only want C3PO and R2D2 becomes available, then well, you missed out on R2D2 and I never got to C3PO. Right. So I mean it would be great to get like a Chewbacca to go with Han Solo, but we'll see. We'll see what, what the world brings my way. Cool. What, so, uh, oh, go yeah. ahead. No, no, I was going to, I think, go ahead, say what you were going to say, because I think I was going to ask you when you wanted to do that. Let's do it now. Yeah. Let's so we asked up. some of our listeners and friends to record what their uh, goals were in 2021, if they met them, um, what were the highlights for 2021, and what their goals for 2022 are. And so we have uh, six or seven here that we're going to play for you. We're going to do them back to back to back, or do you want to? We'll, we'll just sprinkle them in. Sprinkle them in. So okay. I'm going to do them in order that we received them. So the first one was Sam Sams from West Virginia, who started the West Virginia Star Wars Collecting Club uh, this year. So it's a brand new club. Um, like them on Facebook. Find them. Uh, help them grow. Help them expand. Um, great guys. And so here's Sam's clip on uh, 2021. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Jason. It's Sam in West Virginia. And just wanted to drop you guys a, a note here and uh, tell you Merry Christmas. And thanks for doing the show. I uh, really appreciate it. Helps me get through my boring work days and my commute. And uh, I just enjoy listening to you guys talk Star Wars. Um, wanted to take you up on your your uh, suggestion to kind of give our, our year in review with Star Wars collecting and um, any year we can collect toys is a good year. Um, this year had its ups and downs for me personally. Uh, the, on the plus side, I finished my 12-back vintage run. Um, it's kind of a budget vintage run. I mean, it's not like a bunch of AFA or CAS 85s uh, or anything like that, but, but they're great for my collection, and I love them, and uh, kind of unexpectedly completed that this year. So that was definitely a high note uh, in my collecting world. Um, my favorite part of the year was definitely being able to return to get to some live toy shows. I went to ICC Con in April. Uh, I think I met Glenn there for the first time. Um, had a great time there. Took my wife and son, and we had a great weekend, and I'm looking forward to going again in 2022. Um, Columbus Toy Show uh, in Columbus, Ohio. That is a great show. The Cincinnati Toy Show. I uh, went to a few back in October. Uh, I've been there a couple, two or three times, but this year I also went downtown and looked at the Kenner mural and things like that and uh, had a really nice time. Uh, it was really nice kind of connecting with new and old friends in the collecting world um, at these shows this year. Really missed that in 2019 and 2020. Um, so that was definitely a high point for for this year. Um, another high point was um, I really enjoy Facebook live sales. 
Um, you know, there's two or three different groups where you can catch live sales. And, you know, I would say maybe 20% of the time I might buy something, but the rest of the time it's just kind of uh, nice to hang out there and you just sort of uh, comment here and there and, and you, it's kind of sounds strange, but you kind of get to know people, um, by watching how they interact on the live, live sales. So hope that's not too creepy, but, um, uh, you know, but I, I enjoy the, the Facebook live sales, uh, kind of on the downside. Um, if you gotta, if there is one, when we're talking about toys, uh, just kind of all the headaches that are coming with the modern collecting, you know, the, the, the exclusives and and everything like that. Um, I'm a three and three quarter uh, inch collector, especially now. I used to buy some of the Black Series, a six inch, but that's one thing I did this year was I I sold my Black Series collection and I'm now solely three and three quarters. Um, partly for a good reason because there's so much stuff coming out now and it's just hard to collect everything. Um, but uh, one of the main reasons was just trying to keep up with all the the pre-sales and pre-ordering and getting to a web page at a certain time and all of this. It just got to be too much, and uh, so I had to kind of back down a little bit, and now I'm strictly three and three-quarter inch collecting. Um, uh, one Another positive, I, I submitted my first uh, submission for grading. Uh, at ICCCon, uh, submitted a bunch of my last 13, uh, or last 17, excuse me, vintage figures while I was at ICCCon, and I got those back a month or so ago, and I was very happy with the grades, and it kind of got me charged and, uh, and, and focused on, on loose graded, uh, kind of as a sub chapter of my collecting. So that was a good thing too. So anyways, hope this wasn't too long. And uh, again, thanks so much for doing your podcast. I really appreciate it. I enjoy it. Keep up the good work and uh, wish everybody a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year. And I look forward to uh, 2022 uh, hanging with all you guys. Have a great day. Thank you, Sam. Yeah, thank you Sam, for recording that. Yeah. He, yeah. Gets, he made some good points. I forgot getting back to toy shows that's another goal of mine next year is definitely try to make the cincinnati toy show but again or it's it's in the plans we just got to figure out when well, it, it sounds is. like columbus is the one to go to for toys that's what people have said columbus is for toys but cincinnati is to hang out yeah pick your poison i guess right. I don't know. but then columbus is another like three hours north of cincinnati yeah and he brought up some good points about modern collecting it's getting more and more challenging so you just have to be all in the game if you want to play yeah exclusives it, left and right and you have to be online at 2 p.m on wednesday or 10 a.m on friday or whatever the case may be to get these things 4 p.m on a friday yeah and hope you have your credit the right credit card number in and nobody else has bots or anything crazy like that bots and I, then you got to wait two years for the product to get here yeah, I'm still waiting for the Razor Crest. That's a goal for 2022 to receive the Razor Crest. Um, but yeah, the, so one positive thing for the the modern collecting is that a lot of the on-time online retailers have kind of stepped up their game and made it more difficult for the bots, targets, you know, one per person kind of thing. That the thing that really sucks about modern collecting is it's just a, a roulette game, Russian roulette. Uh, of packaging you don't know if you're going to get a big box with padding or if you're going to get a small box smashed figure stuffed in it or what yeah 
that's why I'm glad I don't modern collect or if I do it. Well, what sucks is the stuff that I collect, everybody else is collecting. So you get the people like me who are, oh, I don't collect modern stuff, but I collect Boba Fett. So they have, oh, a, you know, influx of people trying to get it. So next up we have Lewis. So Lewis uh, hosted our April, uh, April September meetup. Um, the Georgia Alliance of Star Wars Collectors. So the September meetup was at uh, Lewis's house. And so Lewis dropped this for us to hear. As far as my goals for 2021 was to build me a display case, which it turned out pretty good. And to finish my vintage run, which I went to a toy Atlanta and got a lead to Second Chance Toys. I got set up on that on my yak face and I found me an old falcon at the toy swap which I enjoy going to every other month and of course being able to host a meetup in September me and April had a great time doing and then also getting a hold of a Death Star as far as 2022 I'm wanting to get some vintage collection for my grandson in Illinois and get him started off on something like that. And also to just collect more vintage figures and more retro. Kind of like them. And of course, being able to host the next meetup in September. And, uh, Going back to 2021, at the meetup, it was it was great to get to tell my story about how I got my figs when I was a kid of selling frog eggs. Other than that, I had a great year. I enjoyed all the meetups. And I'm looking forward to more meetups. So y'all have a good time. I'm signing out. I love that story about the eggs. <laughs> yeah. Selling frog eggs for action figures. That's resourceful for you. Yeah. <laughs> I love Lewis, man. He's he's a good guy. What I love about his stuff is he's not afraid to um do customization on his on his uh on his figures and because he's right. did that, he's done that since a kid, since he was a kid. Uh, you know, he was showing us figures that his he lost the cape and his mom made him a cape. And then the next time he lost the cape, the mom was like you're going to make it yourself. So he had yeah. to learn how to make the stuff. Um, so his, his collection is really cool. And, and uh, cause it, it, it comes from the heart with, you know, and it's stuff that he's had since he was a kid and it, it's, it, his, it's just a unique collection because most of us don't have our childhood stuff and he has it. So it, it's cool to see it from that perspective. Right. Yeah, he brought up retro collection and collecting more of those. And I hope that Ken, uh, Kenner Hasbro does more of the, the original trilogy retro figures. I think that'd be a, a, I think that's a great opportunity to add to that line. And it's not reproduction. It's something new like Uncle Owen or the Rebel Soldier, even from the first scene in A New Hope, you know, on 10 and D4. We never got those figures in the retro mm. vintage series. So I think that's a good opportunity. But yeah. Looking forward to 2022 with Lewis. Yeah, me too, man. So next up, we have Tony Johnson. Hi, I'm Tony Johnson. I'm a Georgia collector and member of the Georgia Alliance of Star Wars Collectors. 
I think the best part of 2021 had to be the return of conventions and meetups. At Toylana, the IC convention in Cincinnati, I got to meet a lot of the folks I got to know online and on Zoom in the last year. I'd have to say the Cincinnati Toy Show weekend was the highlight of the year for me, just because of the sheer number of people I got to meet face-to-face, as well as the hospitality of the local collectors. In addition to the shows, the return of the Georgia Club meetups, the Summer Social, Winter Social, Fall Crawl, and just being invited into the homes of all the hosts were all great memories this year. As far as collecting, I collect both vintage and modern. My primary vintage focus revolves around early Kenner Star Wars and mini catalog items. Uh, this year I had a number of cool pickups. I added 12-back skew footers for both Darth Vader and Chewbacca. Uh, that just leaves Farm Boy Luke and C-3PO to complete the set. Uh, skew footers are one of the earliest versions of the carded figures with the skew number of the figure on the little colored cardboard footer. Then um, I recently picked up a Jawa bot bag as part of my mini catalog item focus. Um, while I don't have a Canadian focus, this year I got a Canadian Regal Jawa plush and a Canadian Death Star playset. The playset is the same as the American version, except the box opens like a suitcase instead of at the top. Uh, in 2020, I began collecting commercial posters produced by Factors Etc. in 77 and 78. Uh, and this year I managed to get the Bill Selby Cantina poster from that set. As for modern, there were a lot of new figures announced this year. I believe Yakface.com said there were still 75 outstanding pre-orders between Black Series and the Vintage Collection at the beginning of December, many with no release dates. Uh, my primary modern focus is the Black Series. Uh, the Lucasfilm 50th carded figures in that line really pulled on my nostalgia strings this year. My favorites were the Vinyl Cape Ben Kenobi and the Clone Wars Obi-Wan and Echo. Other Black Series favorites for me were the Macquarie-inspired Jedi Fallen Order Flame Trooper, Bo-Katan, uh, The Return of the Jedi, all-new Boba Fett, and everybody's favorite Jar Jar Binks. I also got closer to completing my Black Series run. All that remains for me is Qui-Gon Jinn, number 40 from the red line, to complete the main line across orange, blue, and red. In 2022, my collecting goals are a sealed or open unused contents Death Star playset to go along with the Canadian one. Uh, Skew Footer Farm Boy Luke and C-3PO. Uh, this is a long-term goal. I think the last Hakes auction put the Luke at the same price range as a nice used car. Uh, Chewbacca Bot Bag. Uh, he's the only box example I need after my Jawa pickup. Uh, and as for modern, I just wish for shorter pre-order windows and that the supply chain begins to return to normal. And finally, I'm looking forward to Celebration. Uh, it'll be my first. Uh, and then going back to Cincinnati, uh, Toylana, and just more shows. Uh, and, of course, more meetups. Happy New Year. Thank, Thank you, care. Tony, for dropping that. Yeah, he nailed it, man. I can't wait for more meetups. I can't wait for, you know, getting back around people. But, yeah, Toylana is definitely going to be a highlight of the year. Uh, Cincinnati, like I said. Uh, and I can't. I know, you know, you miss, you've been to Cincinnati, but you've missed, you were just there for like 30 seconds. 20, yeah, 20 minutes. I was longer than, longer than 30 mic, seconds. Turn your mic down. Your mic, you're like, you're really hot. Or Sorry. back up a little bit. <laughs> Sorry. I was there for like 20 minutes and then I left. Dude, it, it, as a collector, you need to get just the nostalgia of Cincinnati. It's amazing. Uh, and I, I can't say it enough. You need to go and just go toy shopping and go toy hunting in Cincinnati. Um, and if you know, if you know people reach out to them, cause everybody up there is pretty hospitable. 
uh, you know, if they're, if they've got the time, they'll, they'll, they'll welcome you in with open arms and you get to see some really, really killer collections while you're up there. Yeah. Yep. And he also brought up the point about pre-orders. Hopefully that window closes because there's what, 70, like yeah. it's a theme that Yak Face reported on this. There's like 70 open pre-orders. The window is just really long right now because of shipping delays. Luckily, I think Hasbro's pulling things through Savannah now, not the port of California. I know there's not a port of California, but it's not San Francisco or LA or San Diego. They're moving it around through Savannah to try to expedite shipping issues. Right. And I, uh, speaking of Hasbro, I never, I've noticed it, but I hadn't paid attention. There's a hub in Atlanta. So for us, that's nice. Yeah. 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 I'll get a shipment notification. Then it arrives the next day. Cause there's a pulse warehouse somewhere here yeah. in Atlanta. I know where it's at though. I know where, but I know I saw the, I saw the, it's off of Fulton industrial, which is a big, uh, trucking area, big industrial area where there's a lot of trucks and a lot of uh, logistic companies. So. I know where it's at, but I haven't found it yet. And I'm sure it's just a big Let's ass warehouse. In. That, huh? Sneak in. We'll sneak in and steal all the razor crests. Yes. I feel like an Ocean's Eleven coming on. We'll need to get an inside man. We'll need to get someone who can deal blackjack. Uh, I'll be Danny Ocean. You could be Brad Pitt. Ooh. Who should we get? Who should we get as uh, uh, Matt Damon? Oh gosh. I don't know why, but Jerry comes up to mind every time I think right. of cool shit to do. It's Jerry. So so Jerry is Matt Damon. He's going to be the guy to, to get the key card so he can get into the Hasbro warehouse. I don't know where I'm going with this. It's fun. Anyways, <laughs> uh, next we have Ted from the Force of Course podcast. Y'all need to listen to that podcast because it, it's an awesome like 20-minute podcast. The nice thing about the Force of Course, it's a 20-minute 30 minute podcast and if your drive is you know 30 minutes and it's the perfect amount of time for your ride whereas if you had like a three-hour podcast you know you're going to be listening it throughout the week and what what happens the day before you know maybe you forget where you left off in the podcast and you have to kind of pick yourself back up to where you were and try to refresh your mind and stuff anyways give it a listen yes here's ted Hey guys, this is Ted from The Force, of course, that bite-sized Star Wars podcast. Uh, I just wanted to chime in on your 2021 collecting retrospective, if I may. And um, for me, and I'm sure this is the case for a lot of collectors, 2021 was equal parts frustrating and rewarding. So um, I collect two different lines, the uh, the early Kenner Vintage run and uh, the current Black Series. Now for the current stuff, 2021 was really challenging because you couldn't find anything in stores. Like even to this day, like my local target Walmarts, there's just nothing on the pegs. So I have to rely on online shopping. And as an old fart like me, I don't really like online shopping. I'm, I guess I'm not great at it, but I'm learning the ropes. I'm figuring it out. And, you know, I've come to terms with this is the way, right? That's how we have to collect now. Um, as far as big pickups for the uh, Black Series, I think my favorite one that I've picked up this year is Cad Bane. I just love that character, and the figure really did him justice. I think it's amazing. Uh, it's a really cool sculpt. Uh, other than that, I'd say uh, Commander Cody. I finally was able to uh, get a Commander Cody. And Ara Singh, that's a cool figure. So there are a few out there, but yeah, those would be my top three. For the vintage line, um, a little backstory. When I moved out of the house, my mom got rid of all my old figures. And I can't say I blame her. I didn't know they were going to be worth anything. She didn't know they were going to be worth anything. 
you've heard the story a thousand times how this is the case. People go off to college, come back, and their toys are gone or whatever. Um, so in the early 90s, when Timothy Zahn saved Star Wars, I decided I, you know, I was going to replace my collection. And back then, you could pick up figures really cheap, like really cheap. So I picked up a ton of figures and then we had kids and, you know, life kind of happened and I packed them away. Wasn't going to get rid of them, but I did pack them away for a time. Cut to 2021 and I get COVID. Luckily, um, at least in my case, I was pretty down and out for three days. And then after that, I felt like maybe I just had a cold. So I had to quarantine. I was bored in the house, an in-house bored. Went down to the garage to unpack all these toys and see what I had. And I found um, two things. I found my old G.I. Joes. All right. And I found my Kenner run. And the childhood memories that washed over me really reignited my love for Star Wars. And that was the reason behind me doing the podcast that I do now. So I decided to display them in the house and figure out which ones I had and which ones I still needed. Now, it turns out I only needed seven figures to complete the Kenner run. At that point, I decided to sell off all my old Joes to fund that need. And I was able to secure like some of the big hitters. Like uh, I got my Yak Face, I got my Blue Snag that way, Stormy Luke. I pretty much have everything. Now I'm to the point where I only need two figures. I need an A-Wing pilot and I need Han and Carbonite. And those aren't really hard to find. It's just, for me, I'm not going to do it online. It's got to be something I can see and hold in my hand. So uh, I would say I met my goals for 2021. And for 2022, my goals are to get those last two figures. So if any of the listeners out there have those figures laying around and don't want them, you know, here I am. All right, guys, love the show. Keep it up. Uh, I'll be listening. And as always, play with your toys. I like that. Yeah. I like the reference to TikTok. In, I'm bored in the house and in the house board. I don't know if you picked that up, but there's a a sound clip on TikTok about that. But anyways, yeah, that's uh, that was cool. Thanks, Ted. Yeah. he And I think he kind of echoes the feelings of everybody, you know. It seems I, to be I, a theme, yeah. Yeah, I... Um, crap. Where am I going with this? As far as online shopping versus finding it in the store, I'd love finding stuff in the store versus online. Uh, that's probably the most annoying part to me being an old school collector and having to do the legwork to find the stuff and finding stuff on Craigslist, even though you're, it's still online, you have to go physically pick it up. You're not shipping it. People aren't shipping it to your house and you're not having to wait on pre-orders and you know, then when you go to Craigslist and you find the guy's collection and they're like, oh, I've got all this other crap that I can buy. Uh, so I echo his I hate being an old yeah. school fart and love going to toy shows and finding stuff online. So good for you, Ted. There is something about going to a store with the intent on finding an action figure and then finding it and then getting that dopamine dopamine release that hit. You know, it's like striking gold, finding a hidden treasure. You know, you've found the action figure you're looking for. And that's what's missing when you do all the pre-orders is you're not getting that dopamine release. Right. I don't feel it when the box is at my front step. Yes. You so. feel it when you hit order and it, yeah. Yep. All right. Well, next up we have David Quinn, host of the prototypes and production podcast, the premier star Wars podcast, in my opinion. Uh, this is what he had to say about the same topics. Hi, it's David Quinn coming to you from the blustery and cold Northeast right now. 
as we approach the end of the year. I hope this has been a really good year for you. Um, as a collector, it's been a really interesting one. And I was able to meet some of my collecting goals, most of them, I should say. And uh, the, the first one and, and the one that always stands out, the biggest challenge for me, is to add an Ahsoka pre-production piece. It's a goal that I've had each year for the past few years. And this year was no exception. Uh, I was able to, to do it and to, and to land a, a pretty nice one. Uh, actually a few, which turned out to be a blessing. Um, I was also able to pick up uh, a number of carded Luke Jedi figures for my Luke Jedi focus, which I love, uh, as well as a conceptual modern uh, Luke Jedi hard copy uh, from a friend, which was just great. And then I was also able to add to my carded figures runs um, where I have uh, runs for The Power of the Force, for Return of the Jedi, and... Uh, the Empire Strikes Back specifically. And so it was nice to be able to, you know, pick up pieces here and there, whether it was at shows uh, or online, uh, much less online than, than at shows this year uh, because the prices were so high. But, um, but it was fun. And, and really the most special part of the entire year was being able to go back to the meetups and, and to the toy shows, especially after not having them really in 2020. So it was just nice to see everyone again, to do things like go out for bagels and breakfast with friends after, you know, a, a meetup the night before, uh, to walk uh, toy shows with people that I haven't seen sometimes in, in two or three years. And so that was just really special. Um, my goals for this year, as far as collecting, again, is to add another Ahsoka piece if possible, uh, to add some carded vintage figures, uh, and, and to focus on things like the Black Series prototypes and Rebels and Force Awakens, Rogue One. But, um, but really what it comes down to is my, my ultimate goal is to connect more with people and to build up the friendships that I've already established uh, and ones that um, are going to be new, you know, with people that I've either never met before or never really spoken to. But that's really the, the centerpiece of the whole hobby uh, is meeting people through the stuff that we love and uh, Jason and Glenn, it, it's how I met both of you, you know, and I'm, I'm so thankful for that. Um, Glenn, I got to see you this year at Cincinnati, which was great. And Jason, I still look forward to, uh, to seeing you uh, for the first time since, um, gosh, I guess since COVID began. And um, anyway, I, I hope both of you are doing well. I wish you uh, a happy new year and a wonderful 2022. Keep doing what you guys are doing because you're connecting with people and it works and it's beautiful. Anyway, happy new year, everyone. David's always so nice. Yeah, thank you, David, for the yes. kind words. He's absolutely right. Like 2021 is about, so 2020 was COVID. We did a lot of online things and it was, uh, I was meeting people for the first time. I mean, I met David through those Sunday, Saturday chats that we did um, for the first time. And I remember telling my wife, like, we got off one of those chats and I'm like, you know, David from that podcast that I listened to. Yeah. I was talking to him today on the chat. So uh, yeah, 2020 was all about making connections, even though we were disconnected from each other in 2021 it was about going out and actually spending quality time with those people. So yeah, I, ho I hope to do more of that in 2022. Yeah. And it was, I think one of the highlights of my Cincinnati trip was, uh, you know, reconnecting with him even though it was for a few minutes uh just for a few minutes because that was such that oh, i can't wait to go back to cincinnati <laughs> sorry it was such an <laughs> awesome trip anyway well i guess i'm going this year you need this year, to go next year wait 
that next depends year. on when you listen to this. Yeah. In 2022, which is weird to say. Yeah. Uh, next up, we have we only have two left. We have uh, Jordan Duncan, Jordan Gasly. Um, you can check out his toy hunt videos on YouTube. This is what Jordan had to say. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Jason. I hope you both had a very lovely life day. I hope uh, Chewbacca Claus brought you everything that you had on your life day list. Uh, this year was very interesting for me, collecting-wise, especially with Star Wars, because it was a shift in my uh, collecting habits for, for Star Wars. Uh, I decided that I was no longer going to collect the vintage collection, which I absolutely love and still love to this day, but... I was leaving those on on the card backs just because I loved the whole presentation of of everything. It was the the nice card art from the from that you know. Well, it's obviously called the vintage collection because it looks like the vintage cards. But a lot of the newer characters with the newer articulation. But I wasn't doing much of anything with them because I wasn't opening them. And I realized how much I really enjoyed the articulation of the Black series this year. So that was my my switching habit uh, or collecting habit was uh, to get rid of that and start focusing on black series stuff uh right now my collecting goal is i'm really trying to have uh, a few different focuses when it comes to black series a lot of the original trilogy characters i'm looking forward to that are coming out uh i'm a big fan of all of the uh the clone and the the clone troopers so any any type of clone trooper i'm gonna try to get two maybe three of i don't want to be too greedy for other collectors out there but it would be really nice to have a really cool clone army i think so that's going to be one of the focuses and i really hope that they decide to do more of the galaxy's edge black series exclusives i know that they had what is i think like six figures five or six figures that were target exclusives and i have a handful of those and I would really like to see more from that series. Like I would like to see, you know, a Vi Marathi figure, hopefully sometime in the future, and some of the other characters that are maybe some of the walk around stormtroopers or the walk around first order figures. I think would be really cool. So that's kind of where I'm at. Hopefully, with uh, some really cool uh, Black Series stuff in the near future. But uh, yeah, that's that's kind of where I am with Star Wars. So, yeah. Anyway, uh, also, thank you guys again for, uh, you know, letting me be a guest on the show a couple times this year. That was really fun, and it was uh, super fun, uh, you know, hanging out with you guys and getting to know you guys better and just, you know, palling around and, you know, making, making, making some solid friends in the community. I really appreciate that. So uh, I hope you all had a great 2021, or as good as it could have been, as I gesture broadly to everything that's going on. Uh, and I hope that uh, you you all have a, a great 2022. This is the way. Thank you, Jordan, for yes. those kind words. It was fun to have you on the podcast, and I look forward to having you back on at some point. Um, yeah, it's got to be tough to to get rid of something that you've invested time into and be like, nah, I don't want this anymore. Yeah, but then you get the reward of getting the money, and you can spend it on more fun stuff. Yeah. <laughs> sure but yeah and i love how everybody's echoing the meetups coming back man that that's that's awesome uh yeah you know we're we're real lucky here because we do have a, a really awesome toy community and the uh you know martin who used to run toy lana is is the foresight to start a bi-monthly meetup so 
a toy swap. So you do have the, you know, just an awesome, awesome time that, that keeps the community around here together uh, when we don't have the, the major toy shows going on. Yeah, I look forward to that every other month if I can make them. Yeah. Because you just never know what they have. It's such a fun meetup. It is. And so our last uh, voice clip here is from Lucas Henkel. Henkel? Henkel? Hope I said his name right. Uh, who we met at the Winter Social, all the way down from Harrisburg, Pennsylvania. Hey, Glenn and Jason. This is Lucas. Just wanted to give you the rundown on my collecting year of 2021 and what I'm looking forward to in 2022. Uh, as you guys know, I collect vintage figures and black series. Also have a bit of a Boba Fett focus and uh, kind of also enjoy collecting the various, you know, obscure media that Star Wars is on. Um, some of my really great pickups from this year include uh, a Super 8 reel of Star Wars and it's black and white and it's silent. So it's kind of <laughs> it's kind of a kind of an interesting little tidbit of Star Wars history if if you guys haven't seen it it's available on YouTube. It's definitely worth checking out. Um also picked up an interesting LED watch. It's like the Star Wars official Star Wars LED watch like in its box and it's brand new. It's absolutely pristine. So uh, I have a small collection of vintage LED watches, not necessarily Star Wars related, but always had a you know affinity for them. Uh, some of the other stuff that I picked up this year, uh, picked up a really beautiful uh, AT-AT. Uh, it's missing a couple stickers, but I'm sure I'll pick them up at some point. Uh, I got also got the rather interesting the Sears exclusive Imperial Cruiser, which was just the Imperial Troop Transport minus the electronics and with some different stickers. I uh, re was really looking for one of those for a couple of years now, so I'm really glad to pick that up. Uh, some of the last 17 uh, that I picked up, I got a, a really nice Death Star Gunner. I uh, really psyched to get that one. I got a Luke Stormtrooper with the helmet and maybe the correct blaster. I honestly have to, <laughs> I honestly have to check. Uh, also was lucky enough to grab one of the vintage collection rocket firing fets, uh, still sealed on card with the mailer box. So that looks very nice in my fet focus collection. Uh, also was really pleasantly surprised with the retro Mandalorian figures. Uh, I know a lot of people have kind of mixed feelings on those, but I was really, really excited about those. I, I really like them a lot. So and uh, ironically enough, I, I happen to make custom figures sometimes, like uh, one a couple of the ones I made this year were like an incinerator trooper and then the Boba Fett in his re-armored armor, which ironically enough, coming next year, they're making the Boba Fett in his re-armor. So I'll have to figure out what to do with that guy. <laughs> um, and uh, the other really interesting thing that I grabbed this year was from you, Jason, and it was the 3D printed Boba Fett throne for my Black Series Boba Fett. Uh, and I know I had mentioned to you, I'd, I'd really been looking to try and get one of those, so I was really happy to get that from you. So thank you again, Jason. Um, as far as what I'm looking for in 2022, I am trying to get a full 96 figure run of the vintage figures, and I am down to literally one and it is Ramba the Ewok. Uh so if anyone out there has got a nice Ramba the Ewok, you know the guy to let you know hook me up. <laughs> so definitely looking forward to some of the other Mandalorian 
Black Series figures like the Migs Mayfeld and Fennec Shand and Fett Throne Room and you know all the different kind of Mandos. I know they keep making repacks and repaints of the Mandos, but I'll probably buy all of them if I'm being honest. Um, the other major thing that I'm really hoping I can grab in 2022 is a vintage Sandcrawler. Uh, I, I do have a pretty impressive, I'd say, collection of the vintage vehicles, so that's one of the last really big pieces that I need to have a, you know, to, to kind of round out my run, so I'm hoping that I can grab one of those. Um, as far as that, I'm really just trying to, like I said, f find that last Ewok that I need for a full vintage run and then round out some of my Black Series stuff, but I do have a habit of getting nicer vintage figures than the ones I have and then swapping them out. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, other than that, I uh, I think I had a pretty good year. Nothing too crazy and momentous, but still, still fun. And uh, I hope you guys uh, find everything you're looking for in the coming year. And I hope you guys had a good Christmas. So thanks for letting me be a part of the podcast and uh, may the force be with you. This is the way. <laughs> What an odd last figure to have to buy yeah. an Ewok. <laughs> so if you have any of those figures that people are missing, let us know and we'll connect you to the uh, the individuals who are looking for the figure. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's all the voicemails that we got. So thank you for participating and 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 sharing in this episode and and sharing your your goals for next year and what you achieve this year and all that fun stuff. Yeah, we appreciate it. So what are your you're uh, collecting memories from this. Your memories, not your not your collection. We'll get to that in a minute. But what are your memories? Yeah, I mean, like uh, my first Toylanta, that was fun. Um, I only went for that one day. So, but now that I know what to expect, you know, we've got. I'm looking forward again. I'm not looking back. Sorry. Um, yeah. We've got the toy the art auction this year, so I'm looking forward to that. And then Joe Lanta was awesome. You I'm mean Joe Fest? Joe Fest, sorry. Yeah. Joe Fest was awesome going out there. A lot of G.I. Joe stuff, not oh also um back in Toylanta, we had the um interview that we did with the authors of the vintage collection. Jerry conducted the interview, but I did all the recording and editing. So that was awesome. That was an awesome moment. Yeah. Um a quick meetup at Cincinnati with you for my quote 30 seconds. <laughs> my trip to New York. And visiting Fonz and being unable to go to Fonz Con, but actually getting some kind of redemption in going, I guess you want to, that's an odd way of saying it, but actually going, finally meeting up with them in, in September, or is it, yeah, late September. Yeah. Uh, going to Pennsylvania for that collector's event. That was incredible to meet a bunch of new collectors and see a bunch of new collections. And that was great. The first meetup since, 2020 i was supposed to do the april meetup i think in 2020 and then covid happened so i was paused until this year when we did the fall crawl and the winter social it's a one-two punch in two weeks that was awesome <laughs> um, meeting some of our listeners which is weird to say because i just never thought as uh, the podcast being a, a, a way to connect with listeners but that was something i wasn't anticipating and something I, i'm very appreciative of and then just hanging with club members again and, and uh, growing the, the the Georgia Alliance Star Wars Collectors Club. Yeah. That's sort of been the odd the odd thing about this starting this podcast is, yeah, you um, is when you do like Lucas and um, 
our buddy David uh, out of uh, wherever he's the Northeast somewhere. I think he's in Boston, Boston. But, uh, you know, meeting SDQ connect- is Jersey. I thought. No, no, no. David's Sean. David Sean. Sorry. Wrong yeah. David. Sorry. SDQ is, is David Quinn. But <laughs> we, uh, you know, meeting those people and connecting with people through the podcast. Yeah. Like you said, is it is it unexpected uh pleasure of uh and didn't uh don 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 no i just ah, crap daniel no i have to look his name up now freak daniel hey no huh yeah yeah yes daniel daniel dan that's what happens when you have two names i forget them but uh you get them well if you had one you wouldn't be able to remember either exactly i suck at names uh but yeah meeting him and and just you know you connect with people in in a, in a very different way when you host a podcast which uh has definitely been a, a plus to this but uh yeah my memories man i'm sorry now i gotta get it i'm rambling but um you know as far as my memories and, and it sucks that you missed this was the summer social man that was an incredible memory because you go to dinner and there's tim effler and jim just you're like Oh my God. The people yeah. that, that are responsible for everything are, are sitting at a table across from you. So uh, being yeah. able to, to share a meal with those guys was, was pretty incredible. Uh, and um, hold on. There's my, I've got to find my list. I'm, I'm, I'm lost, but the uh, that, and then the, the powder swing, the powder springs, powder spring springs, shit. Powder springs powder springs drops were, were awesome starting that up this year and the return of the monthly meetups with the club getting that and then you know the 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 cincinnati trips were to me were just such an awesome awesome time because i was fortunate enough to be able to make the only place i went this year was cincinnati <laughs> believe it or not just because of the way things worked out uh because we couldn't go to florida there was no need you know florida kind of sucked you know the disney world just was just a cluster this year. So we didn't, I wasn't, you know, I didn't make that a priority and we made a trip up. My wife and I made a trip up to Cincinnati uh, just in April. Cause it was like, where are we going to go? So we went to Cincinnati and that was fun, which kind of dipped my toe into it. And then with the other two trips, I made one, we were supposed to go see faith no more, but they canceled everything. So, but we still went to Cincinnati. And then, uh, then we went back with, with the, uh, for the toy show and just having, if you can make a trip with Narayan, Narayan ever tells you, Hey man, we're going on a trip, just go because he'll just, he's going to wear you out, but he's going to open so many doors for you that you couldn't yeah. open on your own. Uh, because he, his attitude, when he goes somewhere, he's like, yeah, toys, toy shops are fun, but I want to meet people. And he's, he's got such a, um, you know, a heart for people that people open doors for him and they're like, come on to my house and, and you get to hang out. And, um, uh, yeah, it's just fun. I and and I'm looking down on my goals. I want to add it. I, I want to meet more people, man. I, I love meeting people. I love making those connections. Uh, because you never know what's gonna happen when you make those connections. Uh you know, you you're gonna one day somebody can message you and be like, Hey, I'm sending you something, or you know, whatever, or they hey, I know you're looking for this, or it just and and, and to reciprocate that. I, I I'm trying to to get to the point and I've been fighting this for not fighting this, but been working on this for the past couple of years is getting to the point where I could reciprocate some of the the love that I got, you know, and yeah, uh, yeah it 
it's it's been you know being being a positive force in this community is 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 a it's a hard thing to do, but it's an easy thing to do because you know it does it 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 pays you back tenfold, I believe, and um yeah, just being a positive force in this community is always it's in what's your uh collecting what was your top like five or whatever what was your top pickups this year i mean the micro machine playset, the emperor's royal guard hard copy that was an amazing piece yeah finally getting that green han solo to complete i mean i don't have a hard copy i mean that would be great to have but getting the green version the first shot of that black series han solo that was amazing i didn't think i would get that uh the hard not I'm not sure if it's a prototype or early production or what it is, but that um, Kylo Ren transforming unproduced playset that was awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's, uh, there's just so many other things rushing to my mind right now. I mean, getting the uh, the Cheshu the Cat thing from the archive party from Narayan, getting uh, the Mandalorian from Lucas, the the custom with the shiny armor, that was awesome. Um, going, oh, going to the collector's event in Pennsylvania and being woken up by Narayan. Hey, dude, wake up! <laughs> and and then finding that there was micro machines on that third night that I had given up. There would be no more micro machines, and I still had like the imprints on my face from the pillow because I was so tired and groggy and and half asleep and still making the purchase to get those micro machine guys so yeah that's i i'll finish up there i could ramble on forever how about you um i've kind of did like a a little bit of a list but my wife threw me this year so she messed up my whole list by my christmas present this year so that's got to go uh yeah that's on like my top five because just the the when when somebody takes the time to to like physically make you something like that or make a custom because Luke, you know, like Lucas did with us, gave us the, the gave me that custom uh, Ted figure. Um, yeah. It just it takes it up a couple of notches and to know that it's something that is virtually unproduced that somebody, you know, she thought of it, uh, you know, took the time to actually brainstorm and find it. And, you know, now that I find out she got with you and you got involved in it, it just that the thought it just, it blows my mind that, so that piece is, is on the top that, uh, the life call what the fuck is it called? <laughs> the Hera. The Hera piece, piece from the Hera, Rebels. Yeah. The Hera. The Hera. It Hera starts Lee. with a K and she knows how to pronounce it, but I. Kahali or Kamala or. Yeah. Kamala Harris or something like that. Yeah, it's something like that, but it's awesome. Yeah. Um, Kamala, Kamala, I said yeah. that wrong. <laughs> yeah, the uh, I, I picked up a bunch of really cool pieces from a micro collection. I picked up some of the the like the unproduced Chewy, the two B one, the paint sample Wampa, the whatever the hell it was, and the story that's behind that is is awesome. Um, shoot, what else? And then I picked up some sealed micro collection pieces, so that kind of all fits in together. Oh gosh, what else? I finished my my poor man's twelve back run this year, mm. uh, which was I took the card and the figure and paired them together in a case from Ian. And I finished that run off this year. My uh, trying to just look through my list. Yeah, and then the top two pieces that we got this year. The number the number two piece was that uh, the original Christian uh, Wicket art. So that kind of that's a uh, fits both of my wife and I's um 
focuses because we both love his art and uh, she i love it a little bit more than she does but when she saw that wicket like two <laughs> years ago <laughs> but it's not a competition it's not a competition uh when she saw that wicket well when i saw that wicket a few years ago it was like two three years ago when he when he first introduced it and she it stopped us both because i knew i knew she would want it and uh then the then the only the, the original it's just it's a checks off something that I've wanted for like 10 years uh, off the list. And when you can do a, do something like that, it's, it's, it's check, you know, it's, it's awesome. And then of course my number one is it's totally not star Wars related, but it's the, the picking up those bill and Ted hard copies. Yeah. Uh, that was just, I, it still shocks me when I'm, you know, you look at it and then you had a, uh, I had our buddy Ryan was over here and he, he let, I pulled a couple of pieces out and he was looking at it at, from a, from a sculptor's eyes and just yeah. looking at it from another perspective of that. You don't even think about looking at it. or you're like, this is an amazing piece and you, you're able to see the sculpt, but then seeing it through a sculptor's eyes was just brought it up another level to me. And, you know, I, I, there was no way in hell I could have picked up a star Wars hard copy of, so it's just cool yeah. to, to have it. Uh, yeah, it's been, it's been a crazy year and this, the podcast has grown, man. This, this, this thing that we're doing that we started off as, you know, just something fun and it's still fun. Don't get me wrong, but you know, we're hitting numbers that are pretty, pretty crazy. Uh, right. You know, uh, I have a, a cousin who, and I've been, I made, you know, but anyway, I've got a cousin that's on TikTok and he'll hit 10,000 views. And, and then, you know, we talked about the podcast and I'm like, yeah, we're hitting, we've got, we're hitting about 200. And he goes, what, you know, and he goes, dude, you don't understand you're, you're keeping people's attention for like an hour, hour and a half. I do it in 30 second jokes. You, you know, that's what I could do. Yeah. If you can hold 200 people for an hour, hour and a half, that's pretty amazing. And so mm -hmm. it just kind of changed my perspective. Uh, of things because you know you're you, you know i don't know you you see like the coffee with kenobis and stuff and there's no way in you know they've they've got been doing that for years but right. you know i i appreciate every each and every one of you that that listen to this thing and and take the time out and you know and reach out to us and you know thank you <laughs> it's it's yes, pretty amazing thank you for listening but yeah I don't know. Awesome. I rambled. So. <laughs> no, that, that, that sums it up. Thank you for listening. I mean, we had like 50 people listening when we first started and now we're up to 200. So, yeah, and that's just a peek, I guess, behind the curtain there about, you know, there's just so many Star Wars podcasts. So thank you for choosing to listen to us ramble on for an hour every week. Yeah. It's not easy to come up with a topic every week, but we seem <laughs> to be doing it. So we'll see. The next couple of weeks will be dedicated to book of boba fett wrap-ups just like i'm sure every other star wars podcast but you know we'll give our unique spin on things yeah the, yeah i'm looking forward to it book of boba so uh with that thank you for listening to the smugglers galaxy podcast if you could please leave a like and review of the show anywhere you listen to the podcast apple or spotify is now doing it so if there's uh if you go to our main page of the show there's three dots you click on that you give us a review that will help us out tremendously 
and we appreciate the reviews and we appreciate you listening to us. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, where you can see our pretty faces talking every week, Star Wars and, and the podcast. Thank you to Alfonso Riviera for the Smuggler's Galaxy logo. Thank you for Levi Link. Thank you to Levi Waterhouse for the music. Be a positive force in the collecting community. This is the way. This is the way. Thank you.